Hey all of you out there in Eorzea, welcome to She Heals, I Tank, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Today is Friday, April 19th, and this is episode 167, I didn't even write that in the outline, of the shit podcast. I'm your host, Vegan Pete, always by my side is the wonderful, the lovely the one who tells him what the numbers actually mean avi ale i don't know what numbers mean (laughs) and thank you to all of you beautiful listeners out there whether you're listening via the podcast or joining us here live at twitch.tv slash she heals i tank and we've got all of our emoticons set up now finally avi all due to you and your talents oh i want to change one of them out too but you won't (laughs) let me so i'm gonna wait on that not yet I know. Uh, I think they're pretty awesome. And if you sub, you get to be able to use them, or at least the tier one subs. We also have a tier two and a tier three sub. And I'm expensive, so I'm the tier three. <laughs> and if you have Amazon Prime, you can link to link it to your Twitch account, and you get a free sub to use each month. And you don't have to use it on us. Just make sure you use it on someone, and you can get access to whatever emotes they have. But if you use it on us, we'd be greatly appreciative. And if you don't have Amazon Prime, but you still want to support us, it's just five bucks a month for the tier one sub. And everything we earn from Twitch subs goes right back into the show so we can start doing more cool stuff like bringing you the sound clips that we did last week. That was really fun. I did like that. And we had some subs last week. Thank you to Mog Moxie, KK McLeod for 11 months, a really bad professor who's been hanging out in my Final Fantasy X stream. Aw, uh, thanks for keeping him company. Patrick Mad X for four months. And JTIRL was kind enough to hook up Avi with a sub while she was in class so she could use the Buscemi emote. That was so sweet. Like, I wasn't trying to get, I was just like so sad I couldn't use it. And he just gifted me, or they, I don't know if it's a he, I don't want to. <laughs> assume anything they gifted me the sub i was like oh my god i can play with my emotes now <laughs> so yeah and a little bit of personal news to get through before we move on we're going to be on vacation next week Woo-hoo. so there will be no streams and no podcast i was trying my best to get an all Greenleaf podcast ready and recorded but it's just been a crazy few weeks and rather than put out a shitty version of that i'd rather have nothing for a week and give you a really good one later so the Greenleaf episode still will be happening, and it's going to be a pretty con- comprehensive Greenleaf. So I didn't want to do a half-ass thing just to have an unbroken streak of episodes. That makes sense. And with that being said, I think we have a fun episode tonight. We have the seasonal event to talk about, the Final Fantasy fifteen crossover event. And I was planning on talking about Hildebrand, but you didn't get to that, did you, Avi? That's okay. You can still talk <laughs> about it. I-, I can just be like, yeah, that was cool. But before we get to that, we have everyone's favorite segment, the Community Roundup, partner. I was so confused. You see what I did there? Yeah, I was like, no, it's it's not. Uh, So yeah, we're switching it up because we have someone to talk about our Community Roundup, which is the Menfina Madness Blitzball Tournament, which is a roleplay blitzball tournament. You heard us talk about it a little bit last year, mm-hmm. and they actually ended up raising one thousand over $1,000 last year. And here to talk about it this year is one of the fundraising organizers, Dylan Thorne. How are you doing tonight, Dylan? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Very good. Thank you so much for coming on. It's the day before vacation. I'm freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And so what can you tell us about this tournament? So this tournament was started last year um, by a couple of people. Um, one of the guys, uh, a friend of his, was telling him about March Madness, and he had never really heard about it. So they went on to explain it to him. He's like, March Madness? You know, 
let's do a Blitzball tournament that's like March Madness theme. So um, therefore, it became Infina Madness. And that was uh, a year of the Gold and Glory free company on Balmung. He is actually the organizer of the tournament. So he started this uh, this event and just kind of thought it was going to be fairly small, just a couple of people who were going to, you know, RP playing Blitzball. And it turned into having, I would say, probably over 100 people involved in it. That's amazing. Um, that, yeah, and, and that was not even including spectators. So it kind of became like this whole server-wide event. And the day before that we started this event, um, I kind of went to IER. I'm like, hey, you know, one thing that's always kind of really cool in actual sporting events is how they tie in charities. What do you think about doing a fundraiser? Uh, and he's like, yeah, sure, sounds like fun. And um, I don't think that he expected me to take it to the <laughs> level that I did. And uh, we ended up asking people to pledge money for each score, goal scored by, you know, their favorite team. Um, you know, however much money that they chose. And for every, you know, dollar, five dollars, that was going to go to um, to charity. That's like wonderful. you said, um, we, yeah, we ended up over like raising over a thousand dollars. I think it was like eleven hundred and forty dollars, which uh, far exceeded our expectations. We were we had kind of like what we thought was a lofty goal of five hundred dollars, and then we kind of blew that away. So Smashed it was pretty it. awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And <laughs> um, you had said uh, like uh, five dollars per goal or whatever. Can you let people know about like how many goals were scored in the tournament or per game? Um, it was actually a lot lower than what we thought. We were kind of expecting like maybe more like football scores, but we got more like soccer scores. Mm-hmm. So I think the most that was scored by any one side during a game was three goals. So, okay. and I think there was five goals sco- scored total during that game. So with that, we kind of also allowed whenever that somebody's team got eliminated, if they wanted to shift their pledge to one of the other remaining teams or to issue kind of a challenge to the other people who were pledging, um, you know, we allowed them to do so. It was anything silly from, like, my character had to wear Amon's hat for, like, the remainder of the tournament. Nice. <laughs> so, which she's, like, this itty-bitty little here. So, like, <laughs> she was 75% hat. Um but yeah, like all kinds of crazy things. People were also offering up like artwork as far as if you, you sponsored. I mean, it was it became kind of a community-wide event. And um, we all had a really lot of fun with it. So when they brought back Minfina Madness again this year uh, with server guesting, we kind of decided that we wanted to try to open it up to the entire Final Fantasy XIV community. Um Anybody who wants to get involved, whether it be pledging, um, potentially actually if they want to play um, with one, any one of the teams, or, you know, just kind of come and spectate. So we really want to kind of encourage people to, you know, check it out. This year, we're going to benefit a charity called To Write Love on Her Arms, which is a nonprofit organization dedicated to presenting um, hope and helping to destigmatize mental illness, um, helping people struggling with depression, addiction, self-injury, and suicide which is definitely, I think, something that's really close to a lot of our hearts, mm-hmm. um, especially like, you know, I'm sure you guys maybe heard uh, some of the episodes that Pete over at Maelstrom Radio has put out yep. regarding mental illness. So, and that was kind of one of the reasons why we kind of thought, you know, this would be a really great charity to kind of help continue that, you know, work that he's doing. And I think an often overlooked charity as yes, well. Definitely. So if people want to um, want to join the team or want to be a part, what do they have to do in order to uh, do that? Where do they reach out to you? 
So um, right now, the way that we're kind of getting the word out and putting out news is through Twitter. And what's your Twitter handle? Our Twitter handle <laughs> is uh, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> twitter.com mmblitzffxiv. And what we're going to do, signups are actually going to start next week on April 24th. And when that happens, we're going to post up the Discord for signups. You'll go there. You'll let the organizer know, organizers know that you want to sign up for one of the teams to play. Or if you'd like to pledge, you can also let one of the organizers know or myself, Dylan Thorne. I'm on that Discord right now. And I'll work with you to help set up a pledge. Um, also, I'm going to be putting up a Google Docs form on the Twitter where you can kind of go there. You could say, hey, I want to pledge for this team. I want to pledge X number of dollars per goal up to a maximum. So yeah. just because in case, you know, somebody scores goals like a runaway train, yeah. you're not like they've got Titus on their team. <laughs> Funny you mentioned that. Of course there is. <laughs> yeah, we actually had a player who uh, named their character Blitzball player, and he looks a lot like Titus. <laughs> and he plays on one of the teams, so awesome. yeah, he's a favorite. It's, an, it's a necessity. Um, it is a necessity. Yeah. So yeah, he's kind of like the mini mascot. So, <laughs> but so that's one of the ways that you can get involved. Also, we have a, a fundraising website that will also be launching here soon, where you can actually, if you don't want to necessarily pledge per a goal, you can go there and you can make a flat donation. You can either make mm -hmm. it to the whole Minfina Madness um, tournament fundraiser. You can make it for a specific team. Um, you can do whatever you want. So definitely once we kind of put that all out there i encourage everybody to kind of check it out get involved and if nothing else you know if you're an artist maybe you know offer up some artwork or just encourage people to really kind of get involved in this because this will definitely help a lot of people yeah definitely. i love seeing how what much is... it's oh, sorry i love seeing how much it's grown since last year when you did it because you approached me and i was like uh sure we'll help spread the word and it was just kind of this thing that was happening and you guys are kind of figuring it out and to see what it has become from then is, is just wonderful and and how successful it was just from this like really fun idea is, is so so impressive yeah and we we definitely learned a lot uh from last year like last year i was tracking donations in an excel sheet ouch doing a, doing a lot of math and i'm not really great at math and so less... i had to have people double check my number <laughs> last year the charity was extra life correct that's correct yeah. and they actually are going to be doing probably another tournament come fall mm. um, closer to when they do the big extra life push so that's when we were thinking maybe doing extra life in the fall with the fall tournament every year keeping that fairly consistent and then for the spring tournament we would rotate charity that's a wonderful idea yeah i think you might have cut out there for a second um, so if you can still hear us, uh, <laughs> we are actually sponsoring the team uh, Garlemald Classi Classiari Technicai. I don't know if that's the correct enunciation Not at all. for that Classiari Technici. Yes. Classiari Technici. 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 It's kind of like Khaleesi. You could be able to do it. Related to Game of Thrones, people get it. So we're Team Garlemald, people. <laughs> Garlemald is definitely one of the more fun teams. Um, the There's actually a Garlean role players community group on mm. Balmung. Um, there's there's a community group for everything. Of course. And they kind of show up like with the whole regiment and all of their you know uniforms and every <laughs> bit as humorless as you would expect. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you were like like saying, what do you, which one do you guys want to sponsor? Pete was like, Garlemald, Garlemald. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess we're doing Garlemald. <laughs> one of the other fun teams was also Ulda because um, 
the whole thing is that they were just kind of like throwing out money. Like, yeah, we paid all of our players. <laughs> They're like They're the 49ers like, back in the day. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> none of them really are actually cool. from Olda. Oh, yeah. No, none of them are from Olda. So. That'd be hilarious if they were but, like yeah. all Aras all, all and Elizans. <laughs> like, obviously not at all from that zone. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Actually, it was a, it was a lot of Rogadin, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly can't complain about very those. very big people yeah um, so but yeah even if you're not a role player check it out because i mean it's one of those things that you could watch it and you can be amused by it if you like things like daddy of light or any of those things come watch the spectacle it's entertaining it's also fun to just be around other people who enjoy the game and the world that you have obviously immersed yourself in if you play this game i don't think you need to be judge people who are judgmental of those who, who role play that's ridiculous in a sense because they're technically like actors of a sort and they're actors that are focused on the game that you love. So if you can go and be entertained for free or by donation, why not? Like, just sounds like a good time for everybody. Yeah, and it's all for a good cause. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, definitely come and check it out and keep an eye again on our Twitter for any updates. Do you have a date when the first game is going to be taking place? I think it was in May sometime. We do have a schedule, our opening ceremony, um, because we have to do it Olympic style. (laughs) Our opening ceremony is going to be May 11th, and they're going to have various different performances, demonstrations. It's going to be, again, like a huge, uh, huge carnival kind of thing. The first games will be on May 14th, and that is going to be Limsa versus Ulda, Mm. followed by Gridania versus Alamigo. I like it. Um, yeah, the following week we're gonna have Kugane versus Ishgard and Garlemald versus the to be announced wildcard team. Garlemald. <laughs> this is I'm really excited for this. I hope you guys are as excited about this as we are. But um, Dylan, I'm I'm seeing Chad also mentioned that you have a podcast. Yeah, um, actually, recently um, I became a co-host of Into the Aether, which is produced by Aetherflow Media. Okay, oh, nice. so just started that. Um, it's me, uh, Tilt, and and then a friend of mine uh, named Anki. So she is, uh, I kind of was joking with Chili a couple weeks ago. It's like, we have something that no other podcast has. We have a British female and her oh. lovely voice. So. <laughs> that is different, yeah. Wait, we have Chili sometimes. He's not a female. Oh. Yeah, I know. It's okay, so, yeah. baby. I explain things for you. You're good. <laughs> two, female, two female co-hosts and then, you know, and then uh, Tilt. <laughs> I'm all about that. So, yep. No, it's a good time. So we just started it. Um, definitely, if you're interested, check it out. You can actually find the link to our latest episodes at aetherflowmedia.com. And really quickly, going back to the Blitzball tournament, uh, everything is taking place on Balmung, correct? Most of the games right now are planned for Balmung. Um, I think the organizers are looking to hosting some of the other games, some of the games on other servers, uh, just because we're aware that Balmung might be kind of busy. We don't know how things are going to work exactly with server guesting. So that's mm-hmm. something that they're going to be testing out. And as far as the exact locations of each of the games, those will be posted once we have more information about all of that. If the server um, like visiting system uh, works by then, like that'll be wonderful because Balmung's a very full server and you might not be able to make a character. Yeah. So it'll be great that you could actually make one on a lower populated server and then just visit to go and watch. Like I think that's wonderful that, that it's now an option. But you are going to want to pay attention to the upcoming data center expansion because Balmung is one going to the new uh, data center. Yes. So you're going to want to make sure you have a character on that data center. Exactly. Yeah. 
Crystal Crystal Dana Center. And for anybody who uh, does want to come to one of the games, if you you know don't have a character that's going to be in the Crystal Data Center and you make one and you do guest over on the server and if you need to get to the location, let me know. Um, we will, you know, arrange for a regalia ride <laughs> to the location <laughs> for you now that we have those. So. An Uber, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Balmung Uber. Um, um, so Chili's actually sharing that the world visit system doesn't work to congested worlds. So you might not be uh, able to, to visit to do it, which would be wonderful if you could. But that's do your best to try to get a character there if mm-hmm. it ever opens up. Maybe um, perhaps, Dylan, this would be something that when the world visit system opens up, you guys could do another less populated zone on the, on the crystal data center. That way more people could actually partake. Yeah. And that's definitely something that I'll pass on to the tournament organizers. And I know that's something that we kind of talked about a lot anyways, Mm -hmm. but it's just kind of one of those things like until they did, like we actually got to get our hands on server guesting. It's just one of those things like, "Eh." no, no, I totally get it. It was more so just like a, Hey, I just had this idea. And if you, (laughs) If you aren't able to get a character on that server or it's not during your play time, I'm sure there's going to be many people streaming it. Mm-hmm. So check out all the various streams that are going to be going on during it. And hopefully they'll be recording it and sharing it to YouTube so you guys can watch it at a later date as well. One thing that we're actually working on, um, last year for our final championship match, we actually had our stream voice acted mm-hmm. because we do have actually a character who does like announcements. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really entertaining. Unfortunately, we didn't save the video. Oh, no. I wish we had. But um, we're definitely going to try to do that again this year, if nothing else, for the finals. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to try to work on it for some of the other games, too. But because especially where they're double headers, that's really rough on some people's voices. So that may not happen. Sure. Of course. Well, I think we'll definitely be talking about it more in the weeks to come. And we'll probably have you on again to give us any breaking information. Um, anything else? Any shout outs you want to give? Anything else you would like to plug? Um, I just want to give a shout out to Pete and Shintir from Maelstrom Radio. Uh, they're definitely some of my favorite people. They kind of got me involved in the world of podcasting where I started out as being kind of, um, I don't know, like, I think another person kind of joked that I was like their 15th biggest fan or something like that. <laughs> so um, definitely want to give a shout out to them. And then, of course, a year, um, the Golden Glory Company and all of Balmung, Uh <laughs> You know, we may be weird, but we're <laughs> our own special brand of weird, and we're proud of it. Oh, yeah. Be proud of your weird. Well, thank you so much for joining us to let us know about this, and we hope to have you on again. And you're doing an awesome job of promoting and getting all the fundraising going for it. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. That's wonderful to see. I'm so excited for everything. Right. Have a good Yay. night, Dylan. Thank, thank you, you so much. Yeah, thank you. Good night. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> and now we have the real everyone's favorite segment. Green Leaf Minute. It's the Green Leaf Minute. And this week, the GLM. No. The GLM. Nope. Comes from our Discord where Kaylee asks, what do the numbered raids mean? Like OS 7 or 8, and why aren't they just called by their regular names? Because people like to make it difficult. Well, this makes it a lot easier, in my opinion. (laughs) Except when you don't know, and you're like, I don't know, it's one of those ones over there. But once you know, it's a lot easier than if you were to actually call it by their name. It's just shorter, 
But it's then confusing because if you don't know what it means, you have to learn what it means. But if you don't know what the rates are to begin with, you don't know what it is either. If I were to tell you the Delta Scape, I know what the Delta Scape ones yeah, are. Yeah, but if you hadn't played, you wouldn't know what the Delta Scape is. Well, yeah, but you can't act like you're going to... That's even, like, at least it's one more level of information than saying, oh, yeah, person who's never played, I did OS yeah, 7. But if you're talking to a Greenleaf and you just blurt out the Delta Scape, no one calls it the but Delta Scape. But it's not, it's not, like, to a Greenleaf. Like, if you said OS... This is the Greenleaf Minute, bitch. Mm. <laughs> If you're saying to me, oh, I'm doing, even still, because I don't rave, you say I'm doing OS 7. I'm like, of which one? Like, is that Delta Scape? Omega. Oh, that's Omega. How would I know that? Because it had an O. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, you need to listen to this screaming <laughs> man. I've always found this so confusing. obviously you don't understand. I know I don't. I'm like, whatever, it's the sixth one, it's the seventh one. I don't fucking know it's confusing. I like the, I miss the turns. Binding coil, turn five. Okay, I got that. Okay. That's how it used to be done and it made sense. This is the same thing. No, it doesn't. If it's, anything, that it's makes elitist. Sense. It's elitist and it's like, oh, you don't know because you owe me to Omega. Eh. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> so, what this question is ta- uh, referring to is the eight-man raids. So far, we've had the Binding Coil of Bahamut, Alexander, and Omega. So, usually the letter before the numbers refers to which raid it is. We have O for Omega. Don't talk to me like I'm a dummy. We have A for Alexander. I don't remember A-S. I guess I do. Because we didn't rate it, really. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's why. The only one that might seem off for a new player is the Binding Coil of Bahamut, which is abbreviated with a T, because the floors on that raid were called turns. Turns. I remember that. So it's referring to which turn you are on. But even but, so, but I have to say, okay, I guess, let me just say this. Do, do the do the floors actually say the number on the names? Like one, two, three, four, five, like the different raids? Yeah, in Omega it's like V one, V two, V three, V four. But there's three tiers. So But I know, but then they don't go to five, six, seven, right? They go to no. like if the if Square Enix did that, I would be okay with this. It's when it gets past the four that I'm like No, because I have to count? Because <laughs> then you'd have to add in like OA one or something like that. I know. Like Omega Alpha Scape one. No, I'm just saying, like... But you, you just go on. In o- Alexander and Omega, there's three tiers, because we have three, get, yeah, yeah. and then there's four in each tier. So once you get through four, then you go five, six, seven, eight, right, nine, but, ten, eleven, twelve. But it's not counted that way in the game, like but in the Raid it, Finder. That's what I'm saying. Because it would make it more difficult to... Because you'd have to do something else. You'd have to add Omega and then whatever it is. Alpha Scape, Delta Ca- Delta okay, Scape, Sigma then, Scape. Then it should be OS1, OS2, OS3, OS4, OA1, OA2. Yeah, but that's dumb. No, that makes sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. That makes way more you, sense. You just go on, you know, when it's five. No, because no, the people are telling me, oh, we're going to do this one. And I have to fucking look at the, the, the like the queue and I have to go one, two, three, that one. No, you know. Which makes me feel like an idiot because <laughs> I have to count like I'm five years old you, to know which raid we're going to do. You know if it's five. See, even chat's like, I don't understand. Yeah, because you're talking gibberish. Mm-mm. If it's 05, it's the first floor of the second tier. That's dumb. That's not hard. 
Okay, so regardless if you like it or not, I don't like it. That's the meta. That's what, it's like almost like I refuse to learn it because I don't like it so much. That is how it is called. I don't like. It's also like I don't like how they call the the wolves dogs. Like no, they're not dogs. They're wolves. They're dogs. Don't don't lessen it. And despite what Avi says, <laughs> the reason we do this is to just make it easier. Then just add the freaking like one more letter and then keep the numbers the same. Because if it says well, four next to it, then you're like, no, that's eight. I'm like, fuck you. Okay. In Omega, we have the Delta Scape, the Sigma Scape, <laughs> and the Alpha Scape. He's just like, I'm just going to talk about this. So it'd be really annoying if you would have to go Omega Delta Scape 1. No, just A1. No, Omega Delta Scape. So is Delta Scape the second or the third? That's what I'm saying. You have no idea. I don't know any of this shit. I don't have no, time for that's it. What, that's what I'm saying. You have no idea where the Delta Scape in, what tier it is. But if you were just to say Omega Delta, like if it's the Delta Scape 1, you would just go O one, one Because Delta Scape was the first one, I believe. Okay, wait, because wait. it goes totally opposite of what you would expect. Alpha Scape you would think would be the first tier, but it's actually the last tier. Wait, wait, wait. So is it Omega Alpha Scape? Omega yeah. Delta Scape? Then why don't you just call it Delta Scape 1 and Alpha Scape 1? Because then people will think it's like a different raid. Mm. Believe me, we, we, the raiding community, have gone over this. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm not, so, I'm not part of y'all. <laughs> yes. For, so in example, the last raid we had Omega. The first set of floors is the Delta Scape, then the Sigma Scape, then the Alpha Scape. So if you were to go by those words exclusively, most people would assume Alpha Scape would be first when in reality it is the last tier. So this is the eight-man raid, which has a normal version and a savage version. So on normal, the eighth floor of Omega would be called 08, and the eighth floor of Savage would be called 08S. So when you see the S added on, that means the savage version of it. Uh, Normal would also be called Story Mode. And that scheme is true for Omega and Alexander. But again, Binding Coil is a bit different. In Binding Coil, there was only one difficulty level, so it's referred to as T9 or whatever turn you were on. Uh, but the difficulty of it was actually equivalent to Savage. There was just no need to add a S since there was no normal or story mode. And other things that made Binding Coil a little different, which I don't know why Avi thinks Binding Coil should be all be all like it's the only one that's different from the other two i'd say it should be the end all be all you make shit up now uh don't put words in my mouth is what another thing that's different is there was actually four turns on the first tier so five floors instead of four floors and all the other ones mm. uh omega and alexander only have four also since there was only one difficulty you had to do the highest difficulty level to be able to see any of the cutscenes for the raid and it actually remains up for debate whether it was better to add a story mode or normal mode of raids to make the story more accessible for people. Because uh, giving people that story took away a little bit incentive of trying the harder content. And I actually don't know which way is better. I go back and forth. I see both sides of it. Uh, I also know it's easier for them to create a savage version and then pare down the mechanics to a normal version than it would mm-hmm. be to just create a savage oh, version yeah. and then create something else. It's way easier to take stuff out than it is to try to fit stuff in. That I would totally start with a harder version and simplify. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. And that's why they're like, oh, we'll just add a normal version because we just got to get rid of this, this, and tone that down a little bit. Uh, otherwise, I feel like they would have to add something else to the game to 
give more content to the people who don't want savage level content mm. or who don't have time for it it's not that i don't want it i just have no time that's very true i think in general the mmo population is getting older and as people get older they have more obligations i think final fantasy probably has one of the older demographics of mmos yeah, I would you're guess. saying older i'm like i'm going to school <laughs> well, you're pretty old too you got a Buscemi sighting. <laughs> and just to make something else clear, you might hear the word raid when the Crystal Tower, Circus Tower, or Return to Ivalice is talked about. But most of the time, those are referred to as a 24-man raid or alliance raids because they take three groups of eight to partake. Uh, the difficulty of those isn't too much higher than a dungeon and are much easier than the eight-man savage raids. Do you have any questions, Avi? Did I explain that? Have you come around to... Our way of thinking. I refuse to listen to you. No, I I get the logic of it. I just, I don't like that. I don't, I, I think, okay. I think the reason I don't like it is because it's not immediate for me. And I, and it's not immediate for me mentally because I don't do it. And I get that, but I'm allowed to bitch about it because I don't do it because that's the way America works. <laughs> yeah. So once you, once you think about it for a minute, it makes sense. It does. I didn't say it wasn't lot. Well, did I say it wasn't? I might have said it wasn't logical. I just don't. They're all. It, it basically to me, it's the difference of you can either assign, a, like a letter, or you could assign a number. Like you could just as well assign like. So it's does the O stand for savage? No. What does the O stand for? Omega. I mean the S. What does S stand savage. for? Savage. Savage. So there's eight savages. I thought there's only four. No. Okay, I'm really... You oh, because might... part of Delta and part of Alpha. Told you I wasn't really listening. Sorry. <laughs> Don't Let's just skip past so this. all of the scapes are part of Omega. <laughs> Alpha scape, They're Sigma scape, Delta scape are all part of okay. Omega. Okay. Alexander had like Midas and uh, Gordius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, those I did. Those those I remember. Um, yeah, I, I think my problem is once we get past the eight, that's when I'm like one through eight. I get, But when it gets past eight, I got to go. Fuckers, one, two, three, four, five, six. Like, what are you talking about? It's every four. I still have to do that because I don't trust myself and I have to count them to make sure I pick the right one. Get good at math. Not I, even the game. I'm good at math. I'm Maya. counting it, but I'm not good at like <laughs> visually seeing the, the words and knowing, oh, that's that one. All right. Let's move on to Avi's favorite segment. The tweet of the week. Oh, God. You made it like special douchey, but it's perfect because this isn't a specially <laughs> douchey tweet. This one comes from Aja30, who said, At She Heals, I tank. Pete, when he complains, we're sending our warriors of light to the first instead of dealing with the issues in our world. And he photoshopped a picture of the president. Donald, Don't even call him that. Just freaking Trump. He's the president, whether you like it or not. <laughs> president Donald Trump with a photoshopped green fro on his head. It says Aorzia first. With the words Aorzia first. That's the first time I have been Trumpified. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> it's I don't like, like it either, but like it was a good It's like a tangerine and a broccoli made a baby. <laughs> That's the best joke you've ever had. You're such an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, he's so mean to me. All right. Time for <laughs> news and notes from around the realm. So, uh, 
back in patch 4.4, they made a change to how you unlock the Labyrinth of of Ancients, the first 24-man raid in the Quister... Crystal Tower series. Talking like me tonight. I just got a new retainer and it's really difficult. It's tight. Um, It used to be required to wait for fates to spawn and then complete them. They changed it to just needing to kill specific mobs. Um, And I guess they posted about this again because they want to encourage more people to do the Crystal Tower storyline in preparation for Shadowbringers. Yeah, I was really confused when they posted this. I was like, why are they telling us again? Crystal Tower Shadowbringers has a crystal tower. Ha-ha, so tower. I don't think it's going to be any sort of like required content for Shadowbringers. No, Bringers. but it's more like a story building sort of thing. Yeah, I think they just really want you to do it. Things make more <laughs> sense if you've done this. Because uh, like we talked about last week when we were talking about the MSQ, uh, we were speculating that the person from the trailer is the person from this Crystal Tower storyline. Got it. So I need to make a point for our uh, Greenleaf gaming stream with Hyperpixie to make sure we go back and do the Crystal Tower. That actually would be a really good thing to do is the Crystal Tower. Yeah. Plus, she hasn't done a 24-man raid yet, so I'm going to make her heal that shit. (laughs) I'll heal with her. I'm not that mean. It's, like, super easy now because no one does it. Like, even... It's still synced, but like the highest level you can go in at is it's a joke. That's true. That's true. Oh, so you're still like, yes, I want to do it. <laughs> I would totally heal with her so that like, but I, what I would do is I would be that. You should he- not heal. Just right. DPS. That's exactly what I would do is I would go in as a healer and I would wait to be like, oh, Pixie's fucking up. I got you, boo. And I would like do some shit and she'd be good. <laughs> Okay, Casey wants to be there. That would be fun. I, I love bring. I'd love to bring in a new freaking healer. Honestly, Pixie, that's what most people would do to you in there. I'm not a bitch. That's that's what most healers do in that raid. That's a lie. <laughs> You're a bitch. I am. Um, SE gave us another reminder as well. The North American Data Center expansion is happening on Tuesday, April 23rd. So it won't be playable for about 24 hours. I actually think it starts on like the 22nd and then it opens up on the 23rd um but you will have a day added to your subscription time so you don't have to bitch and moan about that like people always do whenever there's maintenance it's part of mmos people but i gotta bitch and moan after the servers come back up there will be a period of time where free transfers where it will be available uh you have until may 7th to make your decision where you would like to transfer And one thing I finally noticed, uh, a note they had on this subject in the post is, if you recently created or transferred a character on a preferred server, you won't be able to transfer that character if it's been on that preferred server for less than 90 days. Which I totally didn't even catch on before, Mm -hmm. uh, because people will make a character on a preferred server because you get those sweet-ass experience buffs yeah and they don't want you to just level on that server and then transfer to a high population but that's always been a thing yeah uh so keep that in mind don't transfer to a preferred server because you won't be able to get a free transfer back unless you've been there for if you don't like it and you won't be there for 90 days before the free transfer runs out right right so you can if you want to transfer to a normal server and test out one of the normal servers, it's only a three-day wait time. So you will have time to test it out nice. and then transfer back to another server if you decide you don't like it. Awesome. Uh, and, of course, you will not be able to transfer to a congested server. Mm, fair enough. All right, there are... Um, 
<laughs> I was like, oh, this is me. Um, new optional items have been added to the Mog Station, everyone's favorite. So if you missed out on the Motley Egg Minion, which is actually super cute, or the Hatching Tide Banner, and you really want them, then you can now pick them up in the Mog Station for $5 each. If you remember, the Motley Egg Minion is a little black and white checkered one, and like a little, I think my character has it out on stream if you can see it, and like a little jester kind of pops out of it, and it's super cute. And the Hatching Tide Banner is a housing item, and... Uh, it's just like a It's almost a picture as tall as Chili on screen. He's so tiny. <laughs> um, Square Enix has released a digital Final Fantasy XIV Stormblood EP. This consists of eight tracks. This is music, people. Uh, since there's only eight, I'll go through the tracks. One is Sunrise. Two is a, a Land the Long Dead. Three is Battle. Four is Escape. Five is Heartless. Six is From the Heavens. Seven is a Paul Most Murderous. Eight is From the Dragon's Wake. Do you know any of those, Avi, by name? When do I know anything? I know Heartless, but that's like Kingdom Hearts. So. Yeah, you don't even know the raids by name. Um, <laughs> from uh, Amazon, you can buy the entire thing for eight ninety nine, or you can pay the Apple Premium and buy it for nine ninety nine on mm-hmm. iTunes. Um, if you don't want the whole album, you can buy single songs for 99 cents each. However, this is where they get you. Mm-hmm. You cannot buy track six from the heavens as a singular purchase. That's how they get you. If you want that track, you have to buy the whole album, mm. which on a whole is more than 99 cents each. Yeah, it is. That's some bullshit. That is some shit. And also, actually, um, in going back to the new optional items, Chili did said that if you want them, uh, he will be giving some away over the week. So if you aren't following uh, Chili on Twitter yet, you should be doing that. And he's at MGR underscore Chili. Chi. chi. That's how I spell. C-H-I-L-L-E. <laughs> C-H. Did you know that the letter for C-H is Chi? I-L-L-E. That's what I was trying to say. So you're trying to say Chia. My brain is so fried, you guys. I don't even know. I've been doing... Wait, wait. In my defense, I've not just been doing... I'm taking double course load, and I'm doing two weeks of homework in one week in preparation for us going on vacation. So I'm like extra high. So yeah. And everyone is doing the world's smallest violin. Fuck off, bitch. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's why I'm extra ditzy. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my brain. So now, I apologize as well. Her brain is awful. I know. (laughs) So mean. I'm so sorry, guys. (laughs) At least I can read. I've done my best. All right. And for the dozens of you that really, really love the feast PvP, uh, season 13 is starting soon. And I'm sure it's going to be the best of all of them. And it's going to start when the servers can come back up from the data center expansion on the 23rd. Honestly, I wish I liked PvP because I still want that feast, like, chess piece that you get it's so cool i was only half listening did you say the dozens of people that enjoy it i did okay so wanted to make sure you read what i wrote thank you kk i i see you kiss ass (laughs) let's take a look god damn it no i put a different thing in it and i didn't forget to do it on the you didn't do it on the outline yeah like we're teaching pete lore all right pete from a whore (laughs) this week's question comes from Wait, wait, let me... Okay, from TJ, also known as the One Nation oh, on yeah. Discord. Oh, yeah. And his question... I don't know why, I just did a Kool-Aid Man impression. Oh, yeah. Step into a Slim Jim. Um, that's a Randy Macho Man Savage. I know, that's what I thought of more than I did with uh, the Lego... The Lego? What's wrong with my brain? The Kool-Aid. 
<laughs> Man, I'm tired, guys. All right. Yeah, and you can't can't regulate your voice either. You're peaking all the time. You're welcome. I'm sorry. I, I'm your welcome is to Pete. I'm sorry is to our listeners. Um, I honestly don't remember the last time I was as fried. So, question: What is the name of the? I'm not actually sure how to say this race because I've only ever read it. It's the Banga or the Banga. They're the lizard guys. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. What is the name of the banga who transforms into Yasmat during the Ritterana 24-man raid? You want me to know the actual name of the no, fucking guy? No, TJ wants you to. I got multiple choices for you. All right, hit me with them. A, Bagabnan. B, Bangala. C, Son of a bitch. Bagaban. D, Gabramp. Say the first and third one again. Bagamnan. And see, Bagoban. Now tell me the second one again. <laughs> Bangala. I think it's one. What's just one? They're letters. A. Is that your final answer? Yes. Oh my God, he's right. Fucking nailed it. Still undefeated. We need like a, we need like an audio for like cheers right How's then. How's that fucking memory of mine? Oh my God, I did that once. Only when you have freaking multiple choice. I knew it was like a blah, 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 blah. All of them were blah, 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 blah. I know, but I, I, I remembered and I could see the text in my head. <laughs> Got like that super memory. He says you have the clapping, you, you, but he didn't set it up, KK. You can't set it up now. The audio will be all bad. I know. I wasn't it's going too late. To. You don't get your applause now. <laughs> you can't applaud yourself. <laughs> You're sorry. Nailed it. So, yeah, again, I'm going to throw this out there, you guys. Um, I am running low on, uh, on, sorry, <laughs> Chili joined the live on air and it made the ding in my ear and it threw me. Um, I am running low on the lore question. So if you have one that I have not asked yet, uh, ping me and let me know like hey bitch you fucked up or if you have one that has not been asked yet also please let me know you can message me on twitter at avi ale a-v-i-a-i-e-l or on discord which is the same i think i'm just avi there but um please let me know because i love the help i'm tired i'm so tired my brain is mush and i've never got one wrong he's gotten a lot wrong he's just a turd burger try to stop me bitches (laughs) all right so let's kick off our discussion this week talking about the seasonal event we had and our crossover event that we had. And if you'd like to give your opinion on how you liked him, feel free to join our Discord and hop on over to that On Deck channel. And Avi will drag your ass into live on air if you have an opinion. If. But but I won't know if they have an opinion until Unless they say it. Unless they join the oh. On Deck circle. I see, I see. So first up, we have the Hatching Tide seasonal event, Hatching Tide 2019. This is the annual spring or Easter event. The actual story that uh, went along with this event didn't really do much for me. Yeah. Uh, it seemed to be the same old story of we're helping set up for some events. Spoilers were... again. And by the way, you guys, if you have not done the Hatching Tide seasonal event, you have like two days to do it. So um, the reward, yes, very the gear... important. Uh, because I think I remember now that the server expansion thing is actually happening at like 6 p.m. on Monday, the mm. 22nd. Mm-hmm. So you 
you need to get it done by that. Yep, Even though it says you have until the 23rd, yeah. you really only have until the 22nd. So get get it done this weekend. Um, I do have to say, like, the outfit that you get, the reward is really, really, really cute. So I highly recommend doing it for that. Um, as far as the story goes, I think the only part I really personally enjoyed was the end when there was the um, the little Spriggan. He got a job. He got a job. Like, that was so cute. He's like, I could do that. I'll be really good at that. And he had, like, his fangs. And he was, like, super excited about it. It was just really cute. That's actually so funny that you said that because that's the takeaway that I got from oh, this nice. as well. Because <laughs> we didn't discuss it at all. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so cool that, like, uh, I, we kind of almost sold him into slavery, I guess. But he got no, a job. <laughs> he was excited. He's like, I'm going to work so hard. I'll be your hardest worker ever. Like, he was super cute. Um, the story itself, and in all honesty, okay, so I, God, I don't even remember what day of the week I did this event, but it was like, I have to do this or I will not have time to do it before we leave for vacation, which means I will not have time to do it. I think it was after class even, and it was really late, and I was like, figuring out the, there's the whole, when you do it, it gives you a map. Yeah, so let's talk about this gimmick. Yeah, so it gives you a map, and there's all these letters on it, and then you have to go and you talk to Spriggans, and they give you numbers. And those numbers, in the first one, for me, it's spelled out M-E-N. I'm like, okay, men. Heart wants what the heart wants. I do not understand how the fuck that was supposed to point me to the Elizan woman that is like the starting woman and the adventurer's Well, you probably just didn't look at it good enough. It's spelled Mioni. But one, two, three... Like, is there like a pattern through it that you go one, two, three, and then I just missed? I was really tired. Yeah, it was like, it went from the bottom up, I think. Oh, see, I went one, two, three, men. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that there would be other letters. I also no, didn't have like time. If you drew a line to one, two, three. No, I get what you're saying. There was a, like, I didn't have time to even do like the additional um, hints. Because I was really tired and I had to get up and it was like, I was just really annoyed because I wanted to be able to figure it out. And I was like, I know I could if I had time. So not going to lie. I did a few hints on the first one. That's okay. And then on the second one, I did all the hints. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Mm. And like, I was like, I like I got the one, three, five, but it didn't make sense to me. Like you had to see one, three, five. From like the six hints or five hints you got, mm-hmm. and then you had to do the word if you went from one, three, five. It was a, on it was there. like you did something or something, and then like, but because I had never heard of that person before, right? Like I had no did not idea. Remember that like, guy? It did, the, yeah. So Burley says I made my friend give me the answers. Burley, I made my friend Google give me the answers. Like yeah, that name. Like I never would have gotten that yeah. name. And then I just had to go on Reddit. I I do believe that if I had not been as exhausted as I was and as pressed for time as I was on the first one, I would have figured that out. I just like, I couldn't even spend the time. I was like, oh God, it's already, okay, all right. I got to get that, the freaking pants. Just give me the goddamn pants. (laughs) But on the second one, I was like, really? You're sending me to the fucking central shroud to some guy in a building that I can't even remember even going to Well, it was kind of funny because he like forgot. Oh yeah, I forgot. I have this egg for you. Like, yeah, that was cute that he even, like I wasn't expecting anyone to find me here. Mm -hmm. And Uh, so, yeah, yeah, the real payoff was. The little bit of story we got at the with end. the little Spriggan that was hanging out with us the he whole time, setting up uh, the whole egg hunt and yeah. everything. I do think it's funny how the um, she's one of the uh, 
Aaliyah Thank you. I was like, Chloe? No, she's one of the Aaliyah sisters. And she's got that stupid, ugly, like, egg hat on. And whenever they take one of the, them, the Aaliyah Pose, and they have an ugly hat on, and they change them into another outfit, it's like, you're shocked that she's cute. I'm like, she's a goddamn Mikote. <laughs> like, the Mikotes are always cute. Why is this a shock? Why are you like, oh my god, you're adorable. Like, of course she is. She's a fucking cat girl. There, there isn't an ugly cat girl in the game. There's not an ugly character in the game. No, <laughs> there really isn't. And so it's like, come on. I, I wish we had the option to make some more ugly characters. I think that would be awesome. So rewards for this, you thought they were pretty cool. What 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 were the rewards? We had all the Spriggan gear, which I think was uh, the jacket, the boots, and the legs. Like I don't know if there were any hands. To no, there was just it was just chest piece, legs, and boots. And it's the yeah, it's just called the Spriggan jacket. Um, it's really adorable. Does I will- it come with a hood? Uh, it has a hood on it. Um, Can you put the hood on, or is it is it always just? I think it always just flopping around down. in the back. Like um, a dick. I'm trying to equip it on screen. There it is. I couldn't find the pants. I already dyed it pink, of course, because I'm that person. Um, <laughs> and then there's the boots. So anyone who hasn't seen it yet, that is the. Um, let me unequip the gloves. There he is. That is the new outfit on stream. And I should say, even if you're like me and not really into glamour, and you don't think you're actually going to do this, I would recommend doing it just to make the fashion report easier uh, because occasionally these seasonal items uh, are part of the fashion report. Yeah. And I do just say, like, the so the, the reason the hood is so cute is that it has those really big spriggan ears, and they actually did a really good job with the animations of those. So if you're on Twitch, you can see I'm making my character jump so you can see them and run around. Like, they, they really did a wonderful job with this entire set, and it dies really well. I didn't dye the the shorts, but I did dye the, um, the chest piece, so you can at least get, like, kind of a general idea. Just have to say that Twitch tried censoring someone's chat right now. Because of the name Begone Thata. What? Because Thought is that hoe over there. Oh. That was dumb. That is dumb. I don't like to censor anyone, so I allowed it. <laughs> yeah, you did. All right, so there you go. That's that's the super cute outfit. Again, if you're here with Twitch with us, you get to see it live on stream. If not, hopefully you guys have gotten it already. It's really fun. So, yeah. Do that event because you never know when you're going to need those items to make some easy MGP. Which leads into our next subject of the Final Fantasy XV crossover event. And first of all, the amount of people that I've seen that are part of Facebook groups or are on the Final Fantasy XIV subreddit Mm -hmm. that didn't know that the crossover event was going to cost 230 MGP is crazy because I've seen it post in both of those places that it was going to cost that much MGP. People are lazy. They don't want to read. Obviously, a lot of those people are like me and don't know how to read. Damn it, you guys. So y'all motherfuckers need to start listening to podcasts. Or Mary and Avi. Instead of starting to go to Facebook and Reddit. Obviously, podcasts are the way to go. We'll give you all your information, and we'll try to make you smile because we've been or talking about that shit for a because while. We're so annoying, you know. <laughs> so, for the actual event, we have Noctis, Prince or King Noctis. So, Pete, you did play fifteen for, for I played fifteen until we got to the fishing, and then I got sidetracked by fishing a whole bunch, and yeah, then I lost track. You of fished it. a lot. I I what well, was funny because I didn't play fifteen because I was like. A carload of douchebags. I'm good. I don't need to play this game. Nah. And 
so you played, but I did watch you play a bit. So there were actually quite a bit of references uh, in this crossover event that I got, which was kind of cool. That yeah, they it were, was all they were early basic. stuff. Yeah, they were all very basic. Like, like if you guys happen to watch the Conan Clueless Gamer when he played 15. He hated that one. <laughs> he hated it so much. It's wonderful. If you haven't watched it, oh my God, you guys have to. Because he's like, why am I still pushing this stupid car? <laughs> like, he's so mad about having to push the car for so long. Um, And that's part of kind of like the little bits that they kind of bring over. Um, so I, I just thought that was really kind of fun that they, they did bring little bits over and there's a section where he asks you like why you do what you do and, and then whatever selection you choose, he relates it to one of the characters from 15. And I thought that was kind of a nice little, like little play. And, and I felt like with it, it was kind of obvious, like, like there was a moment when you're like, we can fix your car and you can either say, you know, like we've got the ironworks guys or we've got Sid and I'm like, there's a Sid in every Final Sid. Fantasy. Like, I'm going to pick Sid because I know he's going to be like, what? Yeah, he's like, your Sid is, like, way old. Our Sid is a hot chick. <laughs> oh, was Sid in that game a girl? And that, a I, girl? Think, it, I think I think her name was Sid. I can't remember if her name Sid was Sid. Sid has never been a woman in the Final Fantasy. Or if she worked for a garage that was Sid's, but I think her name was Sid. I'd, I'd be shocked if she was Sid. Sid has always been a dude. Always been a She dude. was the one working on shit. I don't remember. Sydney. Sydney. And they called her Sid. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you, chat. I didn't play. Um, her grandfather was Sid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's... Yeah. Got it. She's young, cute little Sydney. Yeah. She was hot. She was boob-tastic. Like I said, she was hot. <laughs> <laughs> Sid is always the old dude. That's right. Um, but I... I so, so, yeah. So that, I like when chose. he insulted our Sid... And I was streaming this live. See, I didn't, I didn't read that as an insult. Oh, I read it as an insult. That's why I ended up giving Noctis a really bad accent when I was reading it and, live on stream. And that's why stream. your viewers on stream went to like zero. Might have been. I seriously walked in here and I was like, what is he doing? It's like painful. I'm like, I'm losing viewers. That's what I'm doing. I'm having fun chasing people away with my obnoxious <laughs> voice. All right, babe. You do what you, you do. you be good at something. <laughs> yeah, it's no lie. Uh, so yeah, Noctis is an Aorzea. His car breaks down. We call Sid in to fix it. Uh, but apparently monsters from his world, or what they call MTs, have also come with him. So we have some fates to do where we're killing some of those MTs. Anything you have to say about that part? I actually really enjoyed the fights in with him. I did them all on Red Mage um, because Red Mage is kind of OP. At, like everything was level 50 capped. So I don't really like to do this kind of stuff as a healer. I don't think it's a lot of fun as a healer. Um, I enjoyed the, there was the one where you, you were in um, off Hawthorne Hut and you, was it Falgord? No, it was Hawthorne, no, Hut. It was Hawthorne Hut. That was in the uh, Briar Patch. You yeah, killed that Briar one guy. Patch. Like it wasn't, it wasn't hard, but it was cool. And then the, 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 like Garuda, but not Garuda fight. Um, I enjoyed that. Can you that. tell me why we were fighting Garuda? I like. She was. She wasn't Garuda. She was another god from fifteen who was testing um, Noctis to see if he was worth the power that she was going to give him. Because I guess the gods in that game, before they give any power or gift anything to a person, the person has to prove themselves as worthy. Uh, one thing I want to say really quick: I one hundred percent agree with Marcus Kyler right now. What's who he says? Saying? I just say, give me Warp Strike as a Paladin Gap Closer, because Paladin does not have a Gap Closer, and it'd be fucking amazing. Isn't Monk the only one that has a Gap Closer? No, oh. Dark Knight has one. Oh, Lord. and I guess Red Mage has one for an ability. It's only one ability, though. So I didn't know anybody else awesome. had it. Awesome. 
uh, Jolly Rancher Commander says, I hope there might one day be a Final Fantasy Type-0 crossover event. That's actually one of the Final Fantasies that I've actually played a little bit. Oh, my God. You remember that? I do. Didn't finish it, but I played it. Um, and and the comments are that like the Garuda that the Garuda that we saw in this crossover event was the one that they used for the fourteen crossover to fifteen. And I actually feel like when I saw her, I was like, "This is how they would design Garuda if they were designing Garuda now," because she looked really cool. She was still sexy, but she still had like this wonderful like design. And I don't know, she get, she had a lot more like snarkiness to her. And they totally took away the super massive cleavage, which I really liked. It was like not so like painful. Someone's asking if we're having problems in Dungeons and Palace of the Dead right now. We might be getting DDoS. Ooh. I don't know. We're not playing right now. We're doing the podcast. Yeah. Sorry, Five Delta. I wish we could help you with that. If anyone in chat can answer for Five Delta, that would be wonderful. Um, I know that um, in game, I was having really, really bad lag. Uh, before we did the the podcast, because I had to finish the fifteen event so we could talk about it, um, and so that was that was a little painful, but I don't know. Um, but what I was asking is, I read all of the dialogue out loud on my stream. Sometimes it's hard to retain it though when you're when you're doing like, that. But did you retain it? Like you just did it. Do you know why we were fighting Garuda? Why was she there? I just explained that. Then it really doesn't make any sort of impact on me at all because I don't it's, give a fuck. It's the fact that she's that it's because of Noctis. She's not actually Garuda. Okay. She's a Garuda-like being. How did she get there? Just came through the whole thing that the MTs came through or whatever? She's, she's above that. She's an actual god. She's not a primal that's summoned. She's like an actual embodiment of a god. And she's testing Noctis to see if he's deserving of her power or her grace or whatever. And so by fighting us, that's how she proves that he's he's... Like you know, worthy of her and her grace, and so when she once he proves himself, she goes, "You are worthy. You can continue on with your quest. I'm going to allow you to go back to your world. Here you go." Uh, okay. Uh, Marcus Kyler is asking if we did the Final Fantasy 15 side of the crossover. No, we did not. Um, uh, Pete played that, I but think, again, the- I think you uninstalled that from the PS4. <laughs> I may have because I was trying to do stuff that I he, he had it filled up with games that were like twenty percent done. You know, if you're not gonna, if you haven't played it in six months, I'm gonna delete it. I might play them again. Yeah, you can pick two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is the story didn't really do anything for me, much like the seasonal but event really story enjoyed, didn't do much for me. I really enjoyed the fights. I liked the I liked the warp tactic that you used to like fight Garuda. I like or the Garuda. I have to say thing. I did not get that right away. And someone in chat's like, "Oh, you can warp to the stone," and then it all clicked for me. Mm. And then even I told you you can warp to the stone, and it still took you a while well, to no, get what you were supposed to do. But you said warp to the stone, and I was literally just warping back and forth to the stone and not even attacking her. But but that's because you didn't read the text line that said warp to her and the more damage you'll do. Well, because you said that as that was said. And so I listened to you and I was like, this is stupid. I'm not doing any damage to her. And you're like, you have to warp to her too. And I was like, that would have been helpful. <laughs> and I thought it was kind of cool that you did the camping thing because camping was a big theme in Final Fantasy 15 from the little bit that I played yeah. even. I got that from it's kind of where like all your experience leveled you up when yeah. you camped. Um, so that was pretty cool. 
Uh, anything else you have to say about either of these events, either so, Hatching Tide or Final Fantasy Fifteen? So again, the gear that you got from the Fifteen event, uh, you get uh, Noctis's gear, the Noctis I, gear, and a hairstyle. Oh, you can buy with MGP. Right, I haven't gotten there yet. So you get from just from doing the quest, you get the gear, and it is dyeable, which I really appreciate, and it actually dyes really well. So that's that's nice. You get a chest piece, legs, hands, and feet, and again, the hair piece you can or hair piece knees and toes hairstyle you can uh, purchase from. Uh, gold saucer as well as the four seater mount um some uh musical scrolls uh the orchestral Orchestrian rolls, you actually need to do fates and you turn in the fate uh, uh items for the I, I haven't gone and purchased anything from the golden saucer yet because i actually just was able to finish this event before we did the podcast it's been like i said a bit of a hectic week for me so at least i was able to do that to talk about it yes but I didn't buy all the things. And so I got the regalia mount, the four-seater mount. What do you think of it? I'm not usually the type of person who's like, oh, my immersion is broken. <laughs> but I'm like, this really doesn't fit with this world. Uh, much like what I thought about the motorcycle, which is why I didn't keep my motorcycle for right. FanFest. I gave it away in a raffle. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan of it in general, as in the look of it. I'm a big fan in that we finally have a four-seater mount. I really believe that it should have been the whale that was the four-seater mount, mm. especially since you were charging people 20 or 25 bucks or 30 I, bucks. I, I don't even remember. I do love with Final Fantasy fourteen that a car doesn't make sense, but a flying fucking whale does. Like, I mean, at least it was no, no. part of the story. No, I love that. I love that about the story. Like, I love that about the game, that a flying whale makes sense, but a car doesn't. Um, I, I do think, the I do agree. I think the whale should be the four-seater. I think part of this is uh, laziness because, again, the car was already designed in a way that they could just simply like smooth it out and implement it in the game. And that's why they did that. And like, it was already set up for four characters to sit in it. I would be like totally fine if like in this new expansion, we're going to Garlemald and then all of a sudden we got like all of this new Machina stuff. Yeah. Like everything is mechanized or whatever. But even, even like the mechanized, the mechanized, the mechanized yeah, items, they're more kind of clunky and robotic than this. And this car is extremely sleek and extremely Batmobile-ish. Like, yeah. It's it's really not fitting. I mean, I will. I'm gonna get it because of the simple fact that it's a four seater mount. But I wonder if it if it wasn't a four seater mount, how many people would actually care about getting it, other than just the fact of owning all the things. I think there's a decent amount of people who really like 15, and that's why they wanted to get it. Of course. Um, I don't think too many people are getting it just because of the looks. I think the majority of people are getting it because it's the four seater yes, mount. Yes. I think someone actually did a poll on our Discord and that was the the yes. wide like the majority by far was because it's a four seater mount. Uh, uh Marcus Kyler says I love driving around in the car car. I have to say I did uh drive around the housing district a little bit and I did have some fun hitting the jump button. Because when you're in a in a zone that doesn't fly, you just jump. Yeah. And it was like you have hydraulics on your car and oh, you're just cool. making a bounce. That is fun. I, okay. I, and I had a little fun with that. Like, that's fair. Because I like seeing all the cars at Chicano Park that yeah, are like hydraulics and stuff. That's an actual place in San Diego, you guys. He's not making like a racist point. <laughs> just had to share that. How probably, is that racist? Probably sound bad. Just go to Chicano, Chicano Park. Park. But if you don't know that. Trying to be helpful. Um, so, yeah, those are the seasonal events. And another thing I thought of to talk about tonight was 
this is the first week where I really felt like I was lacking for stuff to do because I had done. The I wish seasonal... I felt that way. I oh, had... but I just mean in life. <laughs> I had done the seasonal events before you did. I noticed that every time I came in, you were playing. You were doing like a uh, triple triad, which is not something I've seen you yeah, do. I've been raiding uh-huh. because I still haven't beat 12S yet, even though now it's starting to get to the point where I know the fight well enough. That I'm starting to get annoyed when we don't beat it. Mm-hmm. And when I'm not doing that, I've been like, I've needed to feel like I've won something. Mm-hmm. And I was going around all the A Realm Reborn areas right. looking for people that I haven't had their triple triad cards. There's one fucking left. Is that it? You've seriously been working on the That's same the guy? That's the only A Realm Reborn one left that I don't he, have yet. He's been playing this guy for the a while. The fucking guy at the Grand Company in Gridania <laughs> who won't give me his goddamn Connie Senna card <laughs> when I've literally beat him. It has to be close to 500 times by now. He's a little bitter. I've gotten so many fucking Papa Limo and Ida cards. <laughs> so many Ramu cards. It won't give me that goddamn Connie Senna card. And you know what, Bebby? You know what? I'm I, salty. If I got that Connie Senna card, you know what I would do with it? You'd pop it in my face. I would sell it for MGP in your face. I don't know which one is worse. Because <laughs> I expect you to sell it. But if you popped it in my face, I'd be like, oh, you bitch. You don't even play. You're not even going to use it. Yeah. <laughs> So that's what I've been doing for waiting for the expansion is fucking playing triple triad trying to collect all the cards. Uh, but I didn't even write that in the outline. I've been, um, when I do have time to play, um, I've been trying to finish up my um, Namazo Beast Tribe. The Namazo Beast Tribe. And I thought you did finish that. No, I, I've been trying. It's a good thing we weren't talking about the Alliance Beast Tribe. I know. Well, it's because I want, and I actually haven't finished the um, Snake Ladies. Ananta. The Ananta. Thank you. I was like, A word. Oh, my God. You guys, all week, I've been like, I'm thinking of a D word. Not that D word. The other D word. That's she the wrong D word. The D. And it's just been bad. Um, No, I'm almost done with the Ananta. I just have one more reputation level to finish with them. But the Namazu, I think I have like three to go. I wish I could just like, when I have time to play, I honestly really wish I could just level the Namazu Beast Tribe. But I I have to do it every day and I don't have time every day. You have time every day to eat cake and ESO. That takes me 30 seconds. I log in, I eat cake, I log off. That's different. And I got my mount. So you want to play easy games. Hi, Um, cat. But yeah, in a more general sense, not just what we're doing in-game. Uh, what I want to suggest to people, if they're really bored waiting for the new expansion, um, one of the most thing or most things, most things, one of the things I get the most enjoyment out of is trying other jobs. Hmm. Um, this is actually one of the reasons that I'm not one of those people that try to max out all the jobs as soon as possible. Is that I really enjoy trying to learn the job. And all her, all of their abilities while I'm playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, be, one of the reasons <laughs> is I'm so dumb that I can't play more than two jobs good at a time. Or speak English well either. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so I can't play more than two with any sort of competency mm-hmm. or any high level competency. Well, I think that's more anyway. of like a, a perfectionist element. Because like, I, I feel like I yeah, don't want to try to play two jobs more than two jobs. Well. I can play a healer in a dungeon and probably any 
any Stormblood dungeon I could probably heal, even though I haven't. <laughs> probably heal. Um, but I think it's a lot of fun to learn new jobs, not just to level them and get them to cap. I not think just it's, to do them, just to do I think them. it's, I actually find it kind of weird that people just like to try to level everything to cap without really knowing how to play the job. That's not funny. Some pe- people play the game differently and that's okay. Yeah, I guess it's the completionist part of people mm-hmm. that just want to complete everything, but... I'm somewhat of a completionist. That's why I'm getting all the say, triple Pete, triad cards. That, that's why I'm leveling my crafters. I don't want to do them or know how to do them. I just want them all done. Well, you want to be able to make housing items too. Yeah, things that don't require skill. Yeah, but you still need to level them to make stuff you want. That's fair. You don't have to level any job you don't want to play. You just want to see that level 70 mm. on the screen. Um, but that's how I found Monk. I was just leveling a job and... I found I really liked Monk, and I ended up maining it for most of this expansion. I know, and you never changed the name of the podcast. Still confused. She heals, I monk. <laughs> shim. Shim. I'm going to shim you. And while I actually expect to give Gunbreaker a try as my main first in Shadowbringer, who knows? Maybe I'll try another job in the meantime, and I'll. It, maybe it will steal my heart. I do have to say, as, as a healer, it actually, I found it very beneficial for me to play tank and very beneficial for me to play a ranged DPS and very beneficial for me to play a melee DPS. Not necessarily every class to understand every class, but to understand the basic functions of each of the class types um, because it made sense why each of them did what they did. That's actually a really good point. Uh, if you are a tank main and you've never played healer, once you start playing with healer and understanding what they have to go through, it will make you a better tank. It'll make you a better tank. It'll make and you a better same healer. Same with DPS. Yeah. So like, uh, and I, and cause I, I went, when I started playing tank, it was from a healer standpoint, you know? And so I understood what the healers wanted, but then I hadn't done a lot of melee DPS yet, but I'm married to one. So I understood how, the importance of positionals. But like, if you don't have that and you got to learn it by playing, then that's something as well to kind of take into consideration. If you play those other classes, you kind of get to see why people do the things they do and why people get upset about the things that other people don't do. And even with DPS, you're like, well, I don't really need to move out of this AOE because the healer can just heal me. Right. But then you play healer and like you're in the middle of your DPS rotation and you're like, oh, this motherfucker got hit by this. Why the fuck didn't he move? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's why you're doing it because you're lowering the healer's DPS when you could just fucking move, miss a positional, but still do good DPS. And so. I do want to say, uh, Jolly Rancher Commander, thank you so much uh, for following us. This is your first follow. I'm, I'm really glad you've enjoyed our podcast and stream enough to follow. It's really appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> and then the last thing I have for, well, this isn't really the last thing. I've mm-hmm. only put a few here. I think this is going to be a recurring theme throughout the episodes leading up to the expansion because people are going to get bored leading up to the expansion. But if you've never done any crafting or gathering, I really urge you to give it a try. Uh, gathering isn't too much different from other MMOs, but I really think the crafting system of, in Final Fantasy fourteen is top-notch. And what do you want, Javi? Uh, Chili is on deck. Chili is on deck. I'm sorry how long you've been there, Chili. I did not notice. I apologize. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I wasn't trying to interrupt you. I was right. like, oh. Let me finish. I have a cat licking his ass right in front of me on my desk, so I'm kind of Stop like. Stop calling me a cat. <laughs> All right. I'm going to finish the sentence, but you can bring him into live on air. Okay. And so 
I'm just going to finish this thought really quick. Uh, the crafting system in Final Fantasy XIV is top-notch. Crafting actually has a rotation of sorts, and if you really want to make high-quality items, you have to know that rotation. So it can be pretty engaging uh, to get to the right rotation so you can start making gear for yourself or selling for a really good profit. One of the things a lot of people like to do waiting for expansion is try to make as much gill as they can. So you can... Uh, I thought you already brought him in so he could hear me talking so he could know when to talk. No, I so, was letting... I didn't want to... Thank you so much for joining us tonight. What? Oh, I can hear you're loud already, Avi. You might want to turn him down. Who's loud? Yeah. Give me one second. All right, Chili, I think you're good now. What do you have for us tonight? Chili, thank you for calling in. By the way, what I tried to do earlier, but I muted myself like an idiot. Congratulations it, on the little question. sounded like you were <laughs> fapping. No. I mean, you got the question right, so why not? <laughs> I, I'm okay with that type of celebration as well. If everyone wants to fap whenever I get a question right, I'm totally okay with that. Uh, Every time I get a question right, I'm going to yell, fap attack! <laughs> it's fapping time! Stop trying to make the show more douchey! Fapping time! Why are, you, why are you like pushing for the douchiness? There's nothing well, douchey did, like, about fapping. Minute time. That was no. <laughs> uh, the tweet of the week is fine, but anything else, no. <laughs> yeah, just keep the douchiness in the tweet of the week. It can't go any further. It's just a tweet of the week. Stop it. I'll do my best. All right, yeah. Julie. How are you uh, doing tonight? What do you got for us? Um, I really did enjoy the Fantasy 15 event, but I agree. I, at first, when I saw the car, I didn't find it that immersive breaking, but once I've actually played the game with the car running around, it's kind of weird. It's Yeah, it's weird. It doesn't really fit in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't actually doesn't. seen it in game like firsthand. I've only seen it from the screenshots people have shared. Actually, I did it day one. So, yeah, the 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 t place you teleported, um, I can't remember which is the first area you go to. Yeah, you know, where you meet Noctis. Uh huh. Uh, that was just part. Everyone parked their cars around the Aether, right? Uh, well, like even when I did everywhere. it, when I did it today, I was doing the first fate, and I was like, there two people showed up to do it with me, and Pete's like, oh my gosh, when I did it, like everyone was here. Yeah. So I I yeah. didn't have time to do it earlier. So. Uh, yeah, it was laggy when I did it. Uh, that makes I believe it. I know that it like got held up a bit because of uh, uh, we didn't talk yeah, about that. I had to delay an hour because servers went down. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. There was issues with the quest giver, essentially. We almost yeah. had Noctis X. Very close to. Well, for some people they did because they got on, they got ninety k while entering the Garuda fight, and then they couldn't log in. That's right. They got like stuck out, so everybody was sharing like if you if you're at this point, don't do anything else. Yeah, I think there has to be like a certain amount of time to qualify for like the extreme, though. Like we had yeah. Raubon so Extreme because Raubon Extreme was so long. So Pete, that was just hard mode. It was just hard mode. Hard yeah. mode, not quite extreme. Not quite yet. Because <laughs> people kept calling it Garuda Ultimate at the start. I'm like, no, it isn't. No, nah. nah, not we're not there yet, you guys. You don't even not know. You don't, it's like people do the relic weapon runs. now. Like, you don't even know. You had to camp fates for days. You don't know. Uh, <laughs> that northern Fanaline life. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That. So much then, Lynn. And what did you think of the Hatching Tide event? Um, as you both did, I actually used Reddit because I've like... I just got. I just couldn't be bothered in the end on the second. <laughs> yeah. The first one I got right. Yeah. Um, by the way, for the first one, you can actually completely cheat because if you keep clicking the quest giver, uh -huh. 
it will just tell you who to go to. Oh, mm. that makes sense. Yeah, it didn't quite After go that far. After about four times, they go, maybe it's the one in the Adventurer's Guild. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. I like I said, I didn't have time. Pete was just like, just they were like, you're so dumb. He said, like, he said, go yeah. to the go to the the Ellison woman over there, and I'm like, Pete, that does not help me. And I had to like open the map because that way, I'm like the Adventurer's Guild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- to be fair, I was saying the Caroline Canopy, which is correct. You just didn't know what it was. I had to Google it because I kept, I went to the right person, but I was typing the wrong thing. If, it wouldn't pick it up when I put Egg Hunt, and I left it with no caps locks. Yep. As Alvy found out, you have to have the right capitalization on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't capitalize so the like, first letters. Is this the right person? I, yeah, I guess it is. I just had to put capitals. Yep. I was like, <laughs> seriously, you guys? But it was done, and and the uh, the reward is cute, so you know appreciate it. Yeah, um, and it's nice. That it's diable. Not everything yes. is diable. Every, so. they've, they've been really good about that with the the gear yeah. that we get recently. Very yeah. much so. Uh, Chili, do you have anything to add tonight before we move on? Uh, I've been watching you do your O12S stuff. I hope you get you clear soon. Oh, I'm so fucking close, man. <laughs> we we almost had it this week, and then one healer just fucked up an easy thing. Don't blame the healer. I always blame the healer. Yeah. Healers to be fair, adjust. A lot of the screw-ups I've been watching Pete do has been the healer. <laughs> oh, okay. I just, um, I, because... I, I'm i like so protective of healers. Hey, we're I'm like, we're Don't blame living the healer. that pug life, so we only have about four oh. regulars now. Um, so it's, um, it's been an experience. Don't always blame the healers, chat. Don't, Pete... don't, don't go that route. <laughs> Love your healers. A few times I saw Pete die to short stack because um, short stack explodes once. Mm. Then it has to go over to the where the long stack is, and then ex- they explode there again because they share the damage. Mm-hmm. But the healers weren't topping him up from running from one to two. Mm. So when he got to two, he would die. Yeah, I was forced to make a macro for it now. Yeah. I, I was actually watching uh, him play a bit while I was not in class, um, and there was a couple of times where the healer died and he didn't get a heal because the other healer was died, was died. The healer died, and then what what irritated me was the healer that was still alive started DPSing. Oh, when yeah, the other healer that. died, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? You're casting stone right now, and that healer is dead." Like I get letting the red mage res them, but if the red mage is having to res them, you had better damn well be healing the rest of the party and not DPSing. My thing is, I know it's the healer uh, intuition to want to raise the other healer as soon as possible. Yeah. But you have to know the situation. And if you need, if you know like a big AoE thing is happening, you have to throw out like an AoE heal yeah. and heal the group. Yep. Because that's what killed Plus, us that run. You were trying to res that person and uh, you could have. Were they slow resing? No, I think it was a quick res, but it was just like so quick. So fast. And like, I I can't blame that healer because he wasn't the one that fucked up. It was the other healer that died. But Mm. it's that that run, we would have cleared it. Yeah. And it was the second. You were so upset. It was the second archive all, which I know I'm talking about shit a lot of people don't even fucking care about. No, but but people don't may not may not do savage, but people understand doing a fight and working on it really hard. I mean, you can even do that with just the normal primals and you're learning it. And then I think I kind of alluded to this earlier. Like I've been trying for O12S for so long now. And really, that's all I really have time for because I've been doing these other streams or near automata and Final Fantasy 10. Um, that I, after those streams, I have to do something in game, whether it's play triple triad to get a card I need, or if I just do an expert roulette, just to feel like I fucking accomplished anything. Oh, wow. cause I've been in there so many times without beating it uh, that it just fucking 
grinds on you. You need something positive. Yeah. Get that. But then you get to my point where once you've started clearing it enough, you then don't really have anything to log in for. So Yeah, look, now you're done. Look you're at that like, humble brag. Oh, I've just no, beat it. I'm just, I'm just, just so, beat awesome it so much. I don't know what else to do in the game. <laughs> I'll just make another character and beat everything again. You gotta, you gotta... Oh, no, to be fair, I, it did take us three and a half months to clear it. Yeah. You so, gotta you gotta go to Ultimate now. No, I'd rather not. <laughs> Look, I, I, they said, oh, we should do Ultimate, and I told them, okay, I'll do Ultimate if you fly me to America so I can have a better ping. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, that'd be tough. Oh, my God, I couldn't even imagine. All right, thank you for calling in, Chili. And, of course, because you called in, you get to do shout-outs. Who you want to shout-out tonight, Chili? Uh, uh, I'd like to shout-out Dylan. Um, oh, yeah, the, Dylan uh, Thorne. The Blitzball event. Thank you. Uh, uh, it's going to be amazing. I look forward to it. Um, I guess shout out to Shields of Tank at twitch.tv slash Shields of Tank or shieldsatank.com. Go check them out. Anyone else? Google go Come round. on. Plug yourself a little bit, Chili. Google go round. You had some amazing stuff Bye. happen with Twitter recently. Uh, yeah. I've re- thanks to Mione. Uh, we had Mione on the show recently. He was doing a YouTube conversation. Comp- uh, comp- where um, if you subscribed to him and then followed me and had the hashtag chili ha- had legs but I ate them, um, you would get a chance to win a fat cat amount. Um, I'm at one thousand seven hundred followers now. That's so great. great. Good job, chili. So, Yay, co- community support. Shout out one to Mioni. Yeah. Yeah, Mioni. Uh, remember, if you want another chance to win a fat cat amount, I'm giving one myself away personally Ooh. with ha- chili hashtag chili has legs. Um, how do you spell uh, it h-a-s chili has legs so c-h-i-l-l-e has l-e-g-s um and that's on twitter you guys at mgr chili right i'll also be giving away mooga around stickers and i'll be getting some other stuff at kubocon so oh nice yeah the stickers are came out so great and be sure to follow moogle go round as well as PlayStation Unchained? That's it, right? Yeah, PSU, yes. PlayStation Unchained, psu.podbean.com. Awesome. Thank you, Chili. Have a wonderful weekend. I'm sure I'll talk to you more. You too. Hi. Thank you, Chili. Bye. And a little Ooh. bit of Twitter reaction this week. We have... Okay, so this is actually a Chili response to <laughs> Frosty, who said, Which interesting people in the Final Fantasy XIV community do you feel go unnoticed? And Chili responded with, I want to say it's at She Heals I Tank. They do an amazing weekly podcast which covers different topics and also helps new folk with the Greenleaf Minute section. So that is very appreciated. Thank you so much, Chili. Thank you, Chili. Yeah, I feel like we're like we're like the noob podcast because we're like not we're not the lore people, obviously. But we I, I we, don't we... feel that. I don't feel noobish at all. I feel top tier. Oh, uh-huh. that's great, Bubba. Um, I feel like we don't have like the background of all the different Final Fantasies, but we're open to them. Like you're streaming them. We're, you I know, feel like we're entertaining. You don't. And that's yeah, the most important that's, part. You're not letting me get there. You're like getting immediately defensive. Let me get there. Shh, oh, shh, I'm defensive, shh, bitch. Shh, shh, get there. Let me get there. So like we're not the like the lore experts. We're not. We're not those people. We're the people who entertain you and we provide you with the news. And we also are accepting of all different like player levels. Like you don't have to be elitist to listen to this podcast to understand everything we say. And it's not only basic either. It's because we both had different play styles. We both have different lifestyles, like with school and work and and playtime. That I feel like we we kind of cover it differently than than some gamers. And so. That's what I was trying to say. Basic bitches welcome. It's a safe space. Thank you, Ian. I really appreciate that. 
yeah, I really love our. That's the best part of this fucking podcast is the community that we've started to build from it mm-hmm. and just started. It's not completely built. We I'm, want more people. Well, what I love, honestly, like I've talked about that with people too, is what I love so much is that we've created such a safe space for so many different people that, like, that's something I always wanted to create for people, but not something like we actively went out to create, but it just became that. And I, I love that. I really appreciate that. It's someplace where people can can feel comfortable and share things and talk about stuff. And it's it's just wonderful yeah. to me. Like, I, I can't even believe that. Like uh, a lot of other podcasts won't say their views on some stuff politically. Hmm. I've made no fucking qualms about my views. Nope. And I think that's kind of what spawned it (laughs) It it's definitely what spawned a lot of zero or one star reviews um so if you want to give us a five star review because i i definitely have looked at people who've given us reviews and can tell my political views is what spawned (laughs) that okay um so go fuck yourself all y'all um well i'm hoping that people who gave us two zero one star reviews aren't still listening why would you listen to a podcast that you hate uh hate watching's a thing is it okay So I'm not that person. Any of you hate listeners out there, go fuck yourself. Well, and as and so Hyperpixel, you just said that I love that I can come to your community with anything that's bothering me, and they have really become my friends. I love all of you, and I fully agree with that. Like, I wish I was able to like keep up with it more. Like, some days I'm like, ah, they responded to me like two hours ago, but I've been busy and I'm trying to keep up. Um, I I love everyone. They just really great. And it's not even that if you have a different belief than me, it's about a respect thing. And as long as you're not disrespecting any one person or group. Oh, disrespect me? What? <laughs> if you're not disrespecting a group, oh, you're yeah. fine. Right. But as soon as you start doing that, fuck yourself. <laughs> we, have a, we have a problem. So, yeah. Um, and I guess there were a bunch of tweets about the Buscemi emote. Yeah. Lots of tweets about Buscemi. I, I, uh, too, I drew too that. Too many to list. I, really? Yes. I, I must have missed those. I drew that. I'm so, like, I was shocked. I was so excited with how good it came out. I actually, like, have it on my phone. I was like, Mom, look what I did. <laughs> because I love how his little emote came out. And he's our little mascot. Sorry, Chili. So, uh, <laughs> we had a lot of uh, tweets about Buscemi. And then so many tweets about Not Your Player 2 podcast, which Avi guested on over at Checkpoint XP with Kooky Persona. And uh, so go check that out if you haven't. They have it on the Checkpoint XP Twitch uh, channel as well as their YouTube channel. And speaking of like safe spaces, like if you're looking for a more feminist viewpoint and like the female perspective, that's definitely like the angle they're coming from. So um, it's a very quick podcast, like half an hour, 45 minutes. That's that. That's basically the best thing I can say about it. It's wonderful. It's it's very feminist, very strong, um, and I definitely think you should check it out if you are into that and gaming. Yes, <laughs> and definitely so we don't ever have to say the words safe space and feminist. It should just be the way it is. It is. That's what that is true. That's it what we're be. trying to get to. But I'm totally fine with saying that as well. Yeah, because like, I get I have like a fucking tick when people say those things in a negative viewpoint, mm-hmm. and I just want to punch someone as long as it's not me or Buscemi we're good anyway let's take it out <laughs> we done yes all right so that is it. I'm about to go off on many tangents <laughs> so that is going to be it for this episode as always we've enjoyed hanging out with all of you live here on twitch thank you so much for spending your time with us be sure to hit that follow button so you know the next time we will be going live and a great big thank you to everyone listening to the podcast through itunes stitcher podbean 
or oh spotify yeah and it's spotify. spotify and uh tune in should be there as well tomorrow see there you go and remember wherever you do listen it would mean a whole shit ton to us if you gave our little shit podcast a rating or a review to offset the haters with the zeros and the ones or you know just tell a friend to check us out here with vegan pete i am avi ale and we will talk to you next not next week but the week after that Goodbye. we're on vacation y'all vacation goodbye Ha, ha, ha.